All right. We are getting super close to episode 300. So what I need from you, the audience, the listeners, the fans, love you guys. What I need from you is I need you to send in audio or video talking about your favorite moment from the podcast. Just wish me a happy 300. Whatever you choose to do, just send in me some stuff in the next two, three weeks so I can put it in the episode. I really appreciate you guys doing this. Thank you. Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast which each week I'm on a one-man mission to unite our culture to diversity. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and with me on the podcast is a special guest. I know I say this a lot, but this is really a special guest. This is somebody who's been on multiple times, who's done multiple things. Who's... I see a friend, an amazing person, someone who actually makes me better as a human being. And I, can, I, can, I have so many positive, incredible things to say about this woman because she's just the best, the absolute best. She's worked on one of my favorite things in the world, Star Wars Legacy. I've talked about it so much. I have a lightsaber in my living room that yes. I won because I love this show so much. <laughs> yes. She, she's making other shows that are also dope. One that I, I can't listen to because it gets me horny. <laughs> then, I mean, that kind of was the goal. That really was. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's, a little, it's a little awkward listening to that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another one that just makes me cry because it's talking about you know you know being an adult and reliving uh-huh. childhood so crystal stores with us on the pod how you doing crystal what's up what's up what's up if i'm not one of your most downloaded podcast listens i'm gonna be upset by the way you should be yeah yeah without I, question yeah yeah i absolutely will be uh you have hi. to be the most likable out of all the people i had nobody okay that's fair <laughs> I like you hear that, Ray? I'm the most liked. <laughs> definitely, do I like Ray. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely nobody. <laughs> I love Ray. Ray's great. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> as, as always, we like to start the podcast off with the five for five. Five questions, five answers to get the ball. And Crystal, are you ready? I'm ready. I love the five for five. Question number one: What has been your favorite? I guess it's phase four. MCU project thus far. I gotta Google what's even in Phase Four. What what counts as Phase Four? <laughs> if I'm correct, it starts at No Way Home. Uh huh. And ends at Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. Oh, cra- okay. So, so my in theory, out of- oh, the TV shows hard. do count because right. that is all in there. Okay, I got. I got a. Yeah, I got a. I got a graphic. If this graphic is correct, no, but this graphic says that from No Way Home, the, my phase four started with Black Widow. You know what? That is correct. It was that because is, okay. Black Widow came up before No yeah. Way Home, didn't it? That, yeah. But yes, no one counts Black Widow. You know, that wasn't that great. I mean, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that great. It was okay. Um, I mean, it was fine. It, I mean, it just it's just when you put it in comparison with all the other, it was okay. Did you hear um, my thing I said about Black Widow? What'd you say about Black Widow? That this movie, for some, to be directed by a woman... Uh-huh. Has a a a lot and a seen amount of ass shots with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I'm you know, like, like, I what? never did... noticed, but now I'm gonna have to go back and I'm watch like, it again. Why are they showing her butt so much? This is this is like concerning. Like, <laughs> a little gratuitous. We're back in Suicide Squad, where all we saw was Harley Quinn's ass. Yeah. Um, Shang Chi. I gotta go, Shang Chi. That's great. This is, that's hard because I had I had a couple in Phase Four that I really I did I enjoyed Phase Four. I don't think it was like their strongest, but I enjoyed Phase Four. I really did. You're one of the few. I liked it too. I liked it too. You know, people, whoever, people bitch about everything. Yes, literally they do. everything. So, you got like, there's like 
20 things here in phase four. Like, what? just shut up. Yeah, just shut up and enjoy the Marvel Universe. What, what I enjoyed about phase four so much was that everything seemed very different. Yes. Like, in terms yes. of, like, they had a horror film. They had a yeah. sci-fi film. They had yeah. a martial arts film. Like, then they have the TV shows. And they're like, they have a, it's like something for everyone. Then they have the comedy. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it really was. It showed off their diversity, I think. I think a lot of people got to see characters, you know, come to life from the comics that they probably never thought would be on TV or live screen or whatever. And I really like, what I really liked about Phase 4 too was it felt very emotional. Yeah. Like Shang-Chi is one of my favorites, not just because it's a martial arts movie, but because that scene between him and his dad, like that, oh my God, it's so like from a writing perspective and just like a story, that's so powerful. Yeah. And I think like phase four really like did that. Um, so I thought, listen, I, I enjoyed that. Whatever. You can be mad at Marvel all you want, but they're still better than DC. I said what I said. Yeah, you ain't lying about that. <laughs> Question. Not, I've not walked away from a Marvel movie yet pissed off. Not yet. I think that's it true. I think, I think, I don't think I have either. I think Eternals pissed you off. You know what? That was the one. You're correct. You are absolutely <laughs> correct. That's the one. I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> and then the, the scene at the end, what? Fuck that. I'm spoiling that, that extra after credit scene. That scene is bullshit. That scene at the end where they're like, they showed motherfucking Black Knight, who I, I love the comic book character, getting ready right. to grab the sword. Right. And then they just, you hear the voice of Blade tell him, yeah. don't, I wouldn't do that if I was you. Like, like and everybody in the theater is like, who the fuck was that? Yeah, that was, <laughs> there was a lot they don't of it. show nothing. <laughs> we can talk about Eternals forever. I swear. I, I, but you know what? I will give the director and writer props because Eternals could have been a lot worse I agree. <laughs> it could have been so much worse but yeah the after, it didn't make no sense nobody yeah. who read the comic if you didn't read the comics you didn't understand the after credit scene exactly i didn't read I comics and i had no idea what the fuck was going on no one in the theater knew what the <laughs> fuck was going on i thought it was nick fury like that nick fury because you couldn't hear what was going on you couldn't hear the voice right. too well right then I, I googled it like no that was blade like what that's how you introduce blade to us like oh fucking god! At least showed his like his silhouette. Like all you'd have to do is show like two sword handles and a dude in a long black coat. Like you wouldn't even have to have gotten the actor. It could have been literally any Anyone. person just standing in a doorway. All you see is their silhouette, the swords, the coat. Everybody's gonna know who it is because everybody's fucking seen the original Blade. So like, yeah, that's all they had to do. <laughs> Yeah, they, didn't, they chose not to. They chose to break my. You know heart. what? It, it, they're allowed to have a couple where it don't work. I mean, course, you make it. Yeah. I mean, you make it like fifty movies a phase. You want one of them's not gonna hit. <laughs> I agree. Question number two. And well, let's stick with the Marvel thing for a second. If you could write for any Marvel project, which one would you write for? Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch. One hundred percent. Okay. 100% or Doctor Strange or if I had so if I had to choose because their storylines tend to be a little combined right now um, but if I had to choose it would be Scarlet Witch and then Doctor Strange second because I love her would you I write it as a horror her. film uh, for Scarlet Witch maybe yeah I think you know what I need to I want to read some more of her comics and get more of her backstory but I love Elizabeth Olsen and I love Scarlet Witch as a character just right now, just watching her journey through the Marvel Universe, I think she's really, really, really interesting. And I'm looking for, now that she's kind of had that villain arc because of the Darkhold, I really want to see where they take her next, and I hope they figure it out. I'd like to see her, if anybody reserves a fucking redemption arc, it's Scarlet fucking Witch. So if Kylo Ren can get a goddamn redemption arc, Scarlet Witch better get one. So, I, mm -hmm. yeah, I want to, you know, I want to see her kind of heal and um, step into her power and do some badass shit. All right. Question number three. Since you wrote the legacy, I think I can ask you this question as well. Oh, let's go. Let's go. You take you could take one legacy character mm -hmm. and make them official canon for the Star <laughs> Wars universe. <laughs> Who are you taking? Oh. Okay, this is hard. It's got to be Reed. Here's why. Here's why. Reed could, yeah, because Reed could exist in Star Wars without her sisters. 
Yes. Raysa and Zarin, their stories are very much tied around the family. So it would be harder to to for them to be who they are without the Daklin sisters. So if Disney was like, I'll give you one, it's gonna be Reed. Even though I fucking love Larissa, but it's gotta be Reed. Yes. I think that makes the most sense to me. I can see, even though it's not the same timeline. Right. I can see reading the in something like The Mandalorian, something like that. Absolutely. You she can give her fit. her own show. Yeah. She yeah. she kind of fits in that universe. So yeah. I like 100%. that. People who haven't listened to Legacy, listen to Legacy. What the fuck are you doing? What are you it doing? is Go listen to one Legacy. of it's I'm gonna throw high praise on it, but don't kill me, people. It is the best telling new story of a of a Star Wars, any property of Star Wars right now. It's high praise. I love I, it. I think it's up there with the Mandalorian. I think it's up there with Obi Wan. I think it's better than Obi Wan, and I like Obi Wan. It's definitely better than Boba Fett. Um, it's amazing. I love, I, it. I, I love the story, and I love being a small part of that journey. And I love personally for me, I love going from Episode One, seeing where you was at production wise, and like, okay, this is good. This is really good. This is better than expected. Uh-huh. They go into the fun up, so like, whoa, this sounds like a goddamn movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think I, I think that was an, a, a, an amazing ride, and I, I think you should be super proud of that. Thank you. Thank, that's huge. It's huge coming from Star Wars fans. It's absolutely, and we we still get messages. We still get people who are like, I listen to like, I get, I do, I get emails on the website, and I get people who message me on Facebook that are just like they love Legacy, and I think that's great. It's great because it was just so indie. We've got like, I mean, I swear, if there was like a list of things you don't do when you did an audio drama, we were like, well, fuck your list. We're just going to do it. Yes. And, <laughs> and it I, worked. What so. I love about it is it's a predominantly female cast in terms of like mm-hmm. main characters. Mm-hmm. But I know for all you people like, ooh, they're going woke. It's not that. These women are badasses and they're yeah. awesome and they, they stand alongside the men and it's an incredible story. I'm like, this is awesome. And th- then you have the male characters who are pretty awesome as well, except Jorgen. Jorgen can fuck off. But, Jorgen, don't nobody like Jorgen. <laughs> but the male characters have their character arcs as well, and they're very well done. They're awesome. And I think it's it's refreshing. Because, like, you know, one of my biggest complaints, people know me, know, about Star Wars was I love episodes, at least the modern ones. I love mm-hmm. episode seven. Episode seven of my favorite things. Right. Episode eight lost that magic of what I loved about episode seven because episode seven had these three stories that were connected, but they were very different, going in very different directions. Right. And then episode, well, four stories, technically speaking, if you count, um, Kylo Ren along with with the heroes. Right. Episode eight and nine just made the story about Finn, not Finn, Ray and Kylo. And I'm like, that's not what I wanted. It's not what anybody wanted, to be honest. It's it's really not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really not. And it kind of lost the magic for me. Like, yeah, this is this is not yeah. what I wanted. And Legacy does a good job of making the stories about the universe and all the Dackling clan as a whole. Yeah. And so when you when you feel lost in it, it matters. That's what's up. And I think that's the dope thing about that. Like, you know, that's there's so up. many like meetings and stuff like that. You'll lose a character and you're like oh, a person dies, like, ah. I don't really care. Right. But there are other things, you know, Legacy does it multiple times. <laughs> I think I think of Breaking Bad when, you know, one of the characters mm. of Breaking Bad dies. You're like, like Hank, when Hank died, like, oh, shit. Right. I don't know if I liked Hank. Right, but it was serious. But, but when he died, you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't want to see, see him go out like that. Right. And, and I think you kind of get that same feel with Legacy with certain characters. And I think that was just always an amazing thing. Listen, it... <sighs> It was great because it let us know what we could do. And now I think the production quality of all our shows is even better than Legacy, which kind of bothers me. Not in like a bad way, but in like a perfectionist way. Um, But I have been bullied into next year writing more Star Wars. So next year, yeah, we'll do do another original Star Wars. And I really kind of want to because I'm a little disappointed that current official Star Wars will not get out of the goddamn New Hope era. 
Like yeah. they just fucking won't. It's they're fucking like, listen, I am excited as anybody for Ahsoka. I, you know, I love that character. I love to see what, you know, what's going on. I know that maybe now we're going to come into like the Thrawn period and all that. And that's great. I was really pumped for the Acolyte until I found out it's like the prequel to freaking a new hope basically or oh right around God. that time whatever it whatever it's all still in the same goddamn timeline and i am begging disney to give us something original and new that is not related to thrawn luke ahsoka the bad batch none of that like there is so much <laughs> before and after <laughs> I, I get it though I, I i understand why they do that though because when they try with everything, when they try to do something different, especially Disney in particular, when Disney does something different, people kind of scoff at it. Right. So they, they, especially Star Wars, Star Wars rather go safe than go be adventurous about things. I think they need to kind of expand themselves more and kind of go out back to the... Take the risk. I think they got to take the risk. I mean, listen, even if you don't want to do something new, how about a Knights of the Old Republic Let's yeah. talk about Revan. Let's talk about Darth Trail. Let's talk about Darth Bane. Let's talk about how we got to the rule of two. There's just a plethora of other Star Wars. I'm just begging them to get out of this one little era. Please. I, I Please. I, I definitely agree. I, I want to see after episode nine. And what yeah. I mean by that, not necessarily Ray's story. Oh, we're getting it. Apparently. We're, get, we're getting it, but. Yeah. I kind of want to see a shift in technology mm. in Star Wars because it feels like we've had so much stuff that's that's we've known for so long. Like for example, the prequels introduced us to these new ships and these things like that was so cool. Right. And then we have the New Hope era, where right. most of those ships are gone. Like right. we don't see any of this cool stuff anymore they had back then. Right. And then they're kind of sprinkling. They're kind of sprinkling in now with like right. you know Mandalorian stuff like that. But you would think technology would advance more as you got into episode seven, eight, and nine. And it kind of did, but it really didn't. Right. Not a lot. Yeah. So I yeah, want to yeah, kind of yeah. see that progress. Yeah. I'm like happy and sad that they decided to continue with Ray's story. And I say that only because she's such a divisive character in the Star Wars universe. And I blame Disney for that. I don't blame yes. like, because I liked Ray in episode seven. And then eight, I'm kind of like, well, that was, I just hated eight. And nine, it was like, okay. But I feel like they didn't know what to do with Ray. And I blame that on two very headstrong directors who just were fighting, basically. Yes. Um, so, I mean, we'll see if maybe, I mean, there can, we, they can recapture some of the magic that I thought they had in a new hope in episode nine. But again, I wouldn't have been mad with a brand new character. I, I really agree. wouldn't have, you know? All right. Question number four. And it's going to be a complete departure for what we're talking about. Let's go. Give me your favorite Hanna-Barbera character. Is Yogi Hanna-Barbera? If I think, I think he is. I'm almost think, certain I, he is. I thought it's, it's totally Yogi. Yogi the Bear is the bomb. <laughs> Did you know I can do a Yogi Bear impression? Do it right now. Let me see if I can do it now. I haven't okay, done it in a while. Hey, I'm boo-boo. Ready. Want to get some picnic <laughs> baskets? <laughs> That's all I remember him doing. Just hey, boo boo. When I was a kid, I used to love Yogi Bear. And I used to walk around the house doing that all the time. Hey, boo boo. Oh my god, I gotta love get that the so picnic bad. baskets. Gotta run away from the ranger. I love that. I love that so much. Hell yeah. It's fantastic. See, that's the hit and mm-hmm. talent I got. So people, now you know. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm gonna put in the show. Put it in the show. <laughs> just show up. Just run. We're just no out of nowhere. Just out of fucking nowhere. All right. Question number five. This is gonna be a fun question for you because I know you you want you kind of dabble in the writing and stuff like that, and you mm-hmm. may want you may want to make a movie one day. Oh yeah. So recently, mm-hmm. we had Winnie the Pooh, Blood <laughs> and Honey. <laughs> I forgot. I pushed that out of my memory. I'm quite sure it's fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've watched 10 minutes of it. I'm like, oh, what? no. I'm like, is, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, is it Winnie the Pooh or the, the guy in a Winnie the Pooh mask murdering people? I can't tell because it looks so bad. So, <gasps> my question to you is, mm-hmm. if you can take any one of these old properties 
because if people don't understand what's happening, a lot of the, um, what is it called? Public domain. Yeah, a lot being, of this stuff yeah. is going in the public domain. So it says because it's in the public domain, anybody can make a movie or something out of it. So if you could take one of these properties that's going in the public domain and make a movie out of it, which one are you picking and what are you making? Um, I'm Googling right now public domain characters. Hang on. <laughs> I think Popeye's one. Yeah. Um. Ooh. Okay, hang on. I'm going through them. I know Dracula is one for a yep, fact. Yeah, Dracula's one. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. That's my shit. That's, That's it a good right one. there. Yeah, that would be. I yes, I the shit out of that. Yes. I love that. So Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, bl- blood and honey. Blood and honey. Dr. Jekyll and Doctor, I was a Jekyll and Hyde versus Cocaine Bear or something. We'll just, like we'll it. just be really ridiculous because apparently yeah. that's the only way for Hollywood to give you money. It's just go. gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, just mention cocaine. They're like, ah, here you go. Right, <laughs> basically. Oh, so, Crystal. Yeah. Tell everybody about what you're working on now because you've worked on. People don't know. If people don't know, she has two projects that have come out so far. Yeah. She has Tales After Dark. Yeah. Which is the freaky stuff. That's the freaky stuff. The stuff that's going to get you kind of horny that you don't yeah, listen, don't listen, listen to that around your kids. Listen to it with your partner. Y'all have a good time. And your partner, <laughs> yeah. Not around your kids. That'll get you uh-uh. arrested. I <laughs> said <laughs> that it's, it's not sexy. It's just weird. So don't listen with your kids. Yeah. Don't listen around your kids. Mm-hmm. But then you have Tell the Forgotten Network. Yeah. And let's tell people tell people about the first project that's on. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh we've got so much going on. Okay. So Legacy's all done. Uh yes. Tales After Dark is our romantic romantic erotica like uh anthology series. So there will be more Tales After Dark shows that are just self-contained, one to three episodes that are just sexy shit. That's literally we just want to play around with romantic tropes because writing sex is fun. It just is. Um so it's all done through a female gaze. It's very tasteful. So if you're a dude and you think it's just going to be you're listening to porn, there's no like <laughs> There's none of that shit. No. It's not. Nah, it's not like that. We do it. We do a real tasteful, real sexy. Um, so, yeah, like Delvin says, the first three episode of Please is out. Um, it's about this woman who is a monster hunter. She's not coping well at all with grief of losing her husband and her son. She's just fighting and fucking. And she's yeah. not dealing with it. And, you know, but she's got three other people who love her. So it's very sex positive. We explore uh, polyamorous relationships. So which is what I love about us. We're just like, yeah, let's just do it. Um, that's why the last episode is so long, because there's four people. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's that is the thing. <laughs> Let me tell you, folks. I got through all of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, wow, this is a really good story. I'm uh-huh. really interested to see how it ends and how it ends. Is how yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I was I was really nervous. I'm not even gonna lie because you okay, was so, nervous. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't you know how the friends. audience. I know. Like, oh my god. I I'm gonna have words with Gerald because he did not need to send me what he sent me. But anyway, yeah. Um, man, man, be acting too well, too Gerald, well. You nasty man, you. You nasty, <laughs> Gerald. You nasty. Um, no, he's fine. I love Gerald. <laughs> um. No, but I was nervous because there's like a little bit of plot in and please and and some of our tales after dark stories are actually going to connect to other stories that we put out and please is one of them. There was a group and the world that Tasha is finds herself in and please is a whole thing that I'm writing with another author. It's not going to be ready for a while, but that's it's a whole it's it's connected to a whole other universe, which okay. is cool. But yeah, so there's a little bit of plot and a whole lot of sex. And when we were putting together like the last episode, I realized the sex scene was so goddamn long, it needed to be its own episode. And I'm telling I'm like Pixel, I'm like, is this too much? And she kept telling me, no, 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 no. So we did it. She's and apparently what everybody like the we got so many awesome responses from people who were like, Yeah, I listened with my with my partner. It was totally hot. Like they loved it. It's 30 minutes of sex. It's 30 minutes. Yeah. Of, it's 30 minutes of sex. <laughs> yes, it, it is. <laughs> Everybody liked it. Yeah. How many people are running right now to go download? Please listen. Listen to episode one and two, too. Don't just jump to three because yeah. then it really. Don't do like y'all did with Legacy. Like, yeah, three is, yeah, dumbass. <laughs> who just starts at episode two? Uh, yeah, just really. 
get into the characters. But yeah, so that's that's Tales After Dark. And then we went in a completely opposite direction. Completely. And we got, like, like you couldn't, we couldn't have pivoted harder. And now we're currently in a production of A Fairy Tale for Adults, which is wholesome as fuck. Yes. This is a, a fantasy adventure. It's about two completely normal parents who get sucked into this magical world and they have to figure it out. And it's really just meant it's meant to attack your inner child. And we've got the best narrator in Amazing. the world. Isn't she incredible? Holy shit. She's going to she says lines and you're just like, you didn't have to attack me like that. I'm going to go I'm going to go get my teddy bear. I'm going to go get it. <laughs> Grown ass adult, like, hold up, yep. where my teddy bear at? Like, that's how she is. She's great. Um, so yeah, so now we're we're doing that. So that's gonna be four episodes um of a fairy tale. And then as soon as we're done with fairy tale, we've got our horror audio drama that episode one is done. <sighs> we're about to jump into pre-production or production, I was I would I guess I should say, um, for episodes two and three. It's a three-episode horror. It's my love letter. Um, really to um, the Ellen Ripley's, the um, Sarah Connors, the uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's um, of horror, really, it that kind of, it's, don't look, is really my love letter to them. Um, these badass women who just get thrust into these shitty ass situations and then they just fuck everything up. I love it. <laughs> I do too. It's, they're, yeah. they're always, those characters have always been amazing to me because I'm like, yeah, they're not only gorgeous, they are mm -hmm. tough, they're yeah. strong, they're badass, yes. and they will put yes. you in the fucking face. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> no, right? And they're great. And they're great. So, yeah, we got Don't Look. Um, right after Don't Look, we're doing my sci-fi conspiracy thriller, um, which is going to be a big-ass production, which will give me time to write vampire stuff. So, like, we just, we're, we're not stopping. We're just. I love that you're doing all this. And with you doing all this, you've inspired others to do this. And I think that's amazing. Awesome. I you see know. you, Dollop Movie Club. Dollop Movie yes. Club, her legacy. And they was like, well, we can make one too. And I was like, we'll do it he, then. And they he, did. He actually came on here and said that very thing. He heard legacy. Yeah. He's like, yeah, let <laughs> me try to do this for Justin League Mortal. And right. it was on Justin League Mortal as a narrator. You did an amazing job as that as well. And, and you Thank know, you. I, you know, people who, who listen to Justin League Mortal knows I'm the Greenland and John Stewart. That's not, right. That's not, right. Not cyborg. If somebody asked you the thing, I'm like, no, I was not. I was the other black guy. Yeah. <laughs> the other Fuck black people. Justin Lee. Fucking people. <laughs> yeah, with these people. But yeah, it, it, I, I love that. I feel like in a time where podcasts can get stale, mm -hmm. you yeah. found a lane that's kind of all to yourself. And you're inspiring other people to do it. When I mean my all stuff, yes, there are audio dramas out there. But they're usually done by big production companies and stuff like that. And right. A lot of, lot of budget, a lot of bloat in it. And then, you know, yeah. because of that bloat and that budget, because they're not really doing it with a passion, they're kind of just trying to go for a hit almost. Mm -hmm. It kind of goes away. Right. This is a passion project for you. And because it's a passion project for you, you're expressing expressing your creativity and it's showing like you know i've known you've been creative for a long time i remember sonarchy and all the other projects you've done and i'm like this is the coolest way for others to see that because so you know too. you know motherfuckers don't read <laughs> i mean they do but it's real hard to market a fucking book yes <laughs> it's real fucking hard but i mean when, it's hard to market an audio drama too but yeah. damn books fuck but when you tell somebody hey here's an audio drama mm -hmm. go listen to this yeah it's only now, 30, 45 minutes. They'll probably like they'll go check it it's, out. It's easier to go have them check it out. Like, here, go read this book. Mm -hmm. That's a thousand pages. <laughs> yeah. Then it's a little it's a little harder. And Sonarchy's heavy, so I'm really excited for us to do it in audio drama. That's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, and, I, and I, the cool thing about all this is is that like like you said with legacy. When you start with legacy, you kind of have this small pool of voice actors. Yeah. Which were great. They all did amazing. Yeah. Oh, but they were all kind of like we all new to this. We don't kind of we kind of get in the feel of it. We like it. We but you know we we know now because of that you're getting voice actors out the yin game now oh who God. are volunteering and coming in. They're amazing voice actors. They're, then they're fitting in with the older voice actors that you had for Legacy, and it's making this magical thing. I'm like this is dope. 
the community is wonderful. The community is so incredible. And listen, it's so hard to make an audio drama. Pixel and I are not the first <clears throat> two-person team to do this. There's been plenty others. Uh, the yes. team behind the White Vault, they were a, they're a couple. There's a bunch of others that are just couples that are out here doing it, and it's incredible. I think where we stand out is the diversity in our storytelling, which I really love. And that's kind of something that I'm really proud of is that I'll write that shit. Like, I don't care what genre it is. I'll write it. Like, bring it. Let's let's go. Um, we're writing horror. We're doing sci-fi. We're doing erotic shit. Uh, we're doing fantasy adventures, you know? So we, it, it doesn't matter where your kind of niche is or what you want to listen to. We're going to have something for you. And I think that's kind of where we're going to stand out, which is, which is really, really exciting. I agree. And one of the things that I, I appreciate and love that you do is every Tuesday you have this, like, listening party. Mm-hmm. Where people can just come in, yes, listen to the episode, and then talk yes. to the creators, the voice actors, and everything, and kind of have like kind of fun with it. I think that's amazing. Well, we had to find a way to build community, right? So if you you've got to do that for a podcast, because I mean, listen, we we need to turn our listeners into fans, into super fans. And how do you do that with a podcast, right? I mean, Delvin, you know, people you know listen to your podcast and they fuck off, yes, and they'll come back and they'll listen to a couple episodes and they'll fuck off, you know. Um, so it's really hard to build that to get people who want to go the the extra mile so it's like you know you can sign up for a newsletter boring you can tell somebody you got a twitter boring but if you say hey let's listen to it together even if you're an extrovert or an introvert rather you don't have to say anything you can just come lurk and just hang out and laugh at our shenanigans and you know and if you want to like meet the voice actors or hear the voice actors laugh and giggle and talk shit about their own characters or whatever like it's fun it's just a fun thing to do so it was literally just my idea of like how can we get people who are listening to the podcast to hang out with us too so it's like let's just do let's just do these yeah and it's cool because a lot of people kind of come out their shells and be more active and more sociable. And I think it's really cool to see. Like, Guama. Guama yes. was always known as a shy person and stuff like that. She's cheery and bright. But mm -hmm. she's, like, really opened up and she's doing all these projects and stuff like that. She's amazing. Amazing. I love it. I can't wait for you guys to hear, like, her range. I'm putting her in a sexy show. Everybody's going to get real uncomfortable. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. I can't wait. <laughs> I, I love that people are opening up and doing... Mm -hmm more and expanding their horizons with these type of things yes i love that people feel safe in our community to do that yes. kind of open up and be themselves and listen we're loving we're fun we're having a great time um you can come hang out with us in discord it's moderated trust me my mods love banning people and we didn't have to ban nobody yet knock on wood but we will don't play around um so it's just it's just a safe welcoming community for people to just come in and hang out with us that there's people talking in our discord every day not tear not like crazy not like you know it's not like shrouds discord where you can't see a fucking message we're like a small close-knit community it's great it's fun um and yeah if you, you know you've listened to if you listen to one of our shows and you're like hey i really like that voice actress voice actor and i want to tell them that they did a good job please do yes please do d yes and speaking of that you also have a crowdfunding site now Yes. So we have our own Patreon, basically. Um, so here's the reason that I didn't use Patreon is twofold. One, at minimum, they take 8% of your money. Yes. And if you're not a web designer, it's a great idea. I'm a web designer. So I'm like, I'll just fucking make it into the website and save myself 8%, which is a big deal when you're trying to pay your voice actors. So yeah, so now we've got a membership. It's literally just like Patreon. It functions just like Patreon. A little bit better because your membership starts whenever you sign up. Um, we've got all the usual things. We've got ad-free shows. Um, we've got exclusive shows coming out. I literally just put out a casting call today for an exclusive show we've got coming up for our patrons. Um, We've got, I'm sharing early looks at scripts. So if you like to read and you want to spoil yourself about scripts, you can do that. Uh, we've got invitations to gaming nights. The fuck else? We've got all kinds of shit. we got all kinds of shit. You can, yeah. There's even a tier where you can sit on the board with Delvin and you'll get invites to live studio sessions. Um, you'll get access to our Discord channel where we make decisions and, you know, all kind of, you got to sign an NDA but you can come in um, and see all that kind of stuff. But yeah, so uh, we're doing really cool shit with our, so now if you love Legacy, if you've heard Legacy and you love it, give me six bucks, bro. Yeah. Come. And, <laughs> and one of the best things I like about 
your own it's a Patreon, but it's not a Patreon. Your mm-hmm. crowdfunding site is the fact that you can prepay for a year. Mm-hmm. That's something that Patreon doesn't even do. Yeah, and you get you ten percent off if you prepay for a year. You and it's a discount. Yeah. Yeah. So you can I, just I sign it. up for a year and be and be done with it. So now you just know that you got a year of goodness coming to you. Yeah. You so can set it up. Absolutely. You ain't gotta worry about it. I think about it till it's time to re up. That's yep. dope. That's brilliant. Love it. Patreon Love take it. notes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Patreon take notes. <laughs> Maybe pay Crystal yeah. for those notes, by the way. They, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we <laughs> just, just we wanted to make it easy. We wanted to make it easy, flawless, and I was like, I could build this. Um, so if I can help any other creators out doing that, I don't really do web design anymore, but I'll help a creator out. So holla at your girl. Um you yeah. So yeah, but yeah, we've got to listen, we've we've got to we've got to get to the point where this is um a bit stronger financially. Um, so we know that it's an uphill climb, especially for creative people, you know, making money off a podcast is hard, um, but we're doing it because listen, these voice actors are so fucking good y'all and they absolutely deserve compensation for their time. So if you love any show of ours that you have listened to, just sign up for a membership. Just get you, get you a little membership, get you some ad free shit. Don't nobody like ads. Don't nobody like fucking ads. So just get you some ad free shit, you know, come hang out with us. And you feel good about yourself that you support the thing that you love. Facts. I agree. Well, let me put you on the spot a little bit, but not too much. Mm-hmm. Let's highlight some of the voice actors you have for the, um, I guess, um, the latest projects you're working on. So, people can yeah. Of- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we have uh, Zoe Lee, who is playing Daniela in A Fairy Tale for Adults, and she's got a voice. I don't even know how to do So, everybody knows Tara. Uh, yeah. Tara played Reed in Legacy. She's playing uh uh fuck uh Naya in a fairy tale. We yeah. all love Tara's voice. Holy fuck, Tara's voice is just like silk. Silk. It it she literally like silk. And then you have Zoe, whose voice just lifts you up. It just she starts talking, and all you want to do is get a blanket, a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, whatever, and you just want to sit there and you just want to listen to her speak. She's in. I can't believe I found her. She no. is in. I keep getting shocked. I'm shocked that she's not hiring directors. Why aren't you hiring Zoe? All of my voice actors. Why haven't you hired them? Yes, <laughs> they're all what amazing. The- they're so good. They're just so good. And I don't really want you to because I want them for me. But seriously, we can share. So hire them. Um, she's incredible. We've yeah. got Rob, who played Andro in Legacy, playing Colin, who has just continually impressed me with his range and the way that he just gets into this character. He's doing a fantastic job as Colin. I cannot wait for you to hear him in episode two because he argues with a damn archangel because, of course, <laughs> he does. Because it's Colin. Of course, he does. Um <laughs> Yeah, of course we got Tara. I could talk about Tara all day. Yeah, she's uh, amazing. She's come on, like she's incredible. Not only is she incredible, but she's so fucking creative, and she's also uh, she keeps me on point because she will send me notes back on a script. She'll be like, "Hey, Crystal, this language is a little ableist. Can we can we switch it up?" And I'll be like, "Absolutely." Um, so I appreciate the hell out of her because I'm kind of like I'm like Gen X, and you know us. We fuck up sometimes. We don't because yeah. you know it's just because we don't give a fuck because we just like we we love everybody, so we don't know. Yeah. Um, Facts. So yeah, it's just you know it's just whatever. Gen X knows. Um, so. Uh, you know, she she kind of all the time she like um she'll do that. She'll be like, you know, this line can we change this up? So she's she's fucking she's wonderful. Oh, she is. She is. She's so great. Um, Kay Riley, who you heard very briefly as Allie, has one of the most unique voices, and I cannot wait for her to play more things. I cannot. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Um, I love her voice. I love the uniqueness of it. So I just want to put her in more things. She's a they, excuse me, they are a fucking sweetheart. Um, they, them, they're a fucking sweetheart. They're wonderful. Um, so I just, I want to put them in like a ton more audio dramas because I love Kay's voice. Love it. I love it when I hear a voice actor's like unique voice. They don't sound like every other kind of like, you know, great voice actor, whatever. Um, who else? Ren. We have Ren, who's a newcomer, who is playing Ethan. You'll hear more of the kids in episode four. Okay. Maybe a little bit in episode three because there's going to be some singing in episode three. And my oh, voice singing. actors, yeah, huh. there is. My voice actors made the mistake of telling me that they could sing. So there's going to be a scene where everybody has to sing. And I think Tara's going to write music for us. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. That's going to be dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ren plays Ethan. Also a great uh, guy. So we've got, we just brought in so many new people for a fairy tale. Um, I want you guys to go to the cast page. If you're a hiring director, go to our website, talesoftheforgotten.com. Click on a fairy tale for adults. Right there is the cast listing. Hire these people right now. Give them money. They do live sessions. They're extremely directable. They're wonderful fucking people. Hire them. Just do it. And most importantly, they're all unproblematic. Oh they my don't God, cause yes. It. Yes. They don't cause no trouble. No trouble. In a time no. where every time we look, one of our favorite actors is getting into some goddamn trouble. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so refreshing to be like, you know what? I ain't got to worry about you. You're good. <laughs> they're just wonderful. They are. They're just good, wholesome fucking people who occasionally yeah. will read some porn for me. It's great. Yes. It's amazing. <laughs> it's fucking great. So, what is the future for Tales of the Forgotten Network and Tales After Dark? I know we got the horror thing coming up. You know, you got some sci fi stuff coming up. Yeah. What other projects you you have in mind? Um. All right. So before I forget, I need to absolutely give a shout out to uh, Marvel Move, which well, is this was, that was awesome... the next thing I was gonna bring up. I was got yeah yeah. All right. So I'll wait. I'll wait for you. I just want to make sure we because I gotta I gotta talk about it because I'm I'm hella excited. Um. So for Tales of the Forgotten upcoming. So we've got right after a fairy tale, we're gonna do Don't Look, which is our horror story. And then right after that, we're going to do Sonarchy, which is our sci-fi conspiracy thriller. That will be big like Legacy, which is great because it's going to give me time to write yes. vampire shit, which is awesome. I need I need some time to fucking just sit down and write. And Legacy's, excuse me, uh, Sonarchy's done. So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting because I wrote Sonarchy back in 2008, actually, was the first. Wow. Yeah, it's one of my, was my first book, official book. Um, so it's been, it's kind of... <laughs> It's been this when I am a very ambitious person. So I have been trying since 2008 to turn Sonarchy into something that I, you know, the, the author trying to make it story, you know, um, at some point I even partnered up with an indie um, director and we made, we were going to turn it into a movie. We we're going to turn it into a TV series. Um, it's a project that's kind of been collecting dust. You can even go online and find a three episode promo that we did for Sonarchy. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give you the link, Delvin. It's yeah, we like we shot it. Like we were whole movie set and everything. I got amazing stories. Um, but it's been like this fucking thing that just wouldn't take off in book. Like people read it and they either loved it or they hated it. The majority of people loved it. And now I'm doing it in this climate. And there are a lot of problematic people in Sonarchy. Yeah. So I'm going to have to put some warnings on that motherfucker. But at its heart, Sonarchy is really about taking down the foot that is on your throat to give people a chance to live their lives. It, that's what it's about. It's about love. It's about fighting back. It's about the magic of the universe. So I grab a lot of shit. So I'm kind of excited to do it. I'm also kind of nervous, but I'm gonna do it. It's dope. Uh, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Thank you. And then I, for I've our read it all three books. Thank you. Thank you. Um, an autograph, by the way. Just saying. yeah, yeah. Devil got the special editions that I'll never put out again. He got artwork and everything. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. Um, so for our members, our exclusive shows, we've got a three episode prequel to the vampire story. Okay. Um, and then we're going to start telling prequel stories from the characters in Please, which I think is going to be really cool. So you'll find out how Tasha met Seth, Evie, and Marie. So it'll kind of be like a horror slash sexy times. Okay. They'll be short. They'll be like an episode or two for each character, which would be great. Um, and then we'll figure out what other exclusive shows we want to do for our members. We'll get feedback from you guys. You guys can tell us what you want. Maybe we'll do some legacy stories if you'd want that. Um, you know, we're down to we're we're open to anything. Okay. Um, and then there's there's I gotta write a fucking original Star Wars story now. So I got idea. Trust me, I'm a writer first. I got I got stuff. So don't worry. We got we're not stopping anytime soon. We got stuff. Perfect. The only thing that might happen is we transition from audio drama to TV. That might be the only thing that happens. I'm down with that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now let's let's talk about the big thing you just mentioned. I did. You are part of a Marvel project. How fucking cool is that? I told you that makes you part of the Marvel universe now. You are I'm officially literally a part of the fucking Marvel universe. Yes. I'm a t- oh, okay. So, and I gotta tell you. So listen, 
I have never been your typical story in anything. And Pixel even Hannah laughed at me. She's like, you can't do anything small. I, I You guys know me. I started Legacy out of the blue. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do an audio drum. And I did one. Yes. And now I'm making all of them, right? Same thing happened with voice act. I was like, fuck it. I could be a voice actor. Sure. I'm in my fucking little handmade booth right now, right? So I knew I wanted to work with Six of the Start, who did Run Zombies Run. So I was I had auditioned for them before, but I didn't have a sound-treated booth. So it was like a no-go. And then I finally got my booth built, and they put out an audition. They didn't tell you it was Marvel. They okay. titled it something else. They titled all the characters something else. So I just thought that I was playing X character. So I auditioned. Fuck it. Why not? You never know. Got a call back. Director was like, wanted to do a live session with me, probably just to make sure that I was directable. Completely. Absolutely. Um, wonderful person. Ella, Ella Watts on Twitter. She, she is fucking amazing. She's a great director. I learned so much from watching her. She's great. Please follow her on Twitter. She did Doctor Who Redacted. They call her the queen of audio drama in okay. a fucking official British newspaper. She's like the shit. She's great. Um, So... I did that. She loved me. I was like, fingers crossed. Hope I get the role. I got an email that I got it. They were like, be so proud. Out of thousands, you were selected. Let's get on a Zoom call. So I'm thinking now they're going to tell me like more about the audio drama, whatever. I get on the Zoom call and they're like, yeah, it's a Marvel project. Here's who you're playing. That's crazy. I almost fell out. I fell out my fucking booth. Oh, I'm like, stop oh playing with me. I was like, stop playing That's with crazy. me. Yeah, and this was uh, this was at the beginning of the year, so I've been lip sealed, signed the NDA. I've been sitting on this for months, couldn't say shit to nobody. All I, the only person I could tell was Pixel. Um, and then when we finally got to do the announcements, now it's out, and and it, it just made it all real. And Marvel is literally like tweeting and YouTubing this thing, and I'm like, holy shit, I am actually in a fucking Marvel project. Yeah, it's called Marvel Move, if I remember correctly. Yes, it's called Marvel Move. It's a fitness app. It's just like Run Zombies Run, so you can walk, you can jog. Um, even if you're disabled, you're in a wheelchair, you can do it as well. So it's literally for anybody, and it's just, it's different stories. So you will hear me in Doctor, Scra Doctor Strange and the Scarlet Witch in Dreams. I'm oh, in that right. one. I, and it's my favorite fucking Marvel people, yes. too. I got to be, I was like, are you kidding me right now? Um, and I can't tell you who I'm playing yet. I'm not allowed. But I can tell you that even if you're not a comic fan, you know who this character is. That's dope. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, and I definitely expect dude bros to come at me and be like, well, you don't look like the character. I can't wait to get those hate mails. They'll be all right. Yeah, they'll Fuck be all right. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> I'll let y'all know right I'm, now. I'm sending all my hate mail to Delvin so he can respond. <laughs> I'll, I'm let y'all know right now. I will fight. Yeah. And I have hands. So... <laughs> Watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. They were ready. They were ready. But yeah, so I get to officially say that I'm in a Marvel project. So now yes. I'm just, you know, it's there, it's gone. So now I'm just back. I, I'm auditioning too. I'm literally, I just finished my demo reel last night. I got the booth. I'm in right now talking to Delvin. And now I gotta like, I'm like any other voice actor. Now I gotta go back to auditioning 20 times a fucking day so I can get some roles so I can pay my voice actors. This is That's so wild. In the span of what a year, mm -hmm. you have been on a Marvel project and a DC project. I mean, the DC one's not official, but it counts. It counts. I don't want to get Matt in trouble because yeah. it's not. It's it's a fan project, but that's just like you for real. Yeah. Like I'm literally. I don't. I don't think they know that I'm not a professional voice actor. Just by some of the things that they said to me, like just when we were talking and we were doing the sessions, I don't think they know that I've had some smaller roles. Like I was in Ray's audio drama. Yeah. Um, there's an audio drama that I'm hoping comes out soon. That's like this legal thriller that I got a part in, which was cool. But I've had like four voice acting yeah. jobs. And you were great and my, in all of yeah. them. Thank you. And you now my Roxy fifth in, um, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah. Um, Ray sent me more lines. I got to record some more stuff for Ray. And but now Listen I'm in a here, fucking Ray. Marvel project. I, I got to talk to Ray. Finish the goddamn podcast. <laughs> yeah, Ray. God. <laughs> I, at least I got a script, Delvin. I got a script, so All he's right. working. No, he's working. I have lines I got to record, right. so at least he's working. All right. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. You, but, yeah. You'll, you'll survive for now, Ray. <laughs> right. right. He'd be all right. He'd be all right. He'd be all right.
Oh yeah, I get to. So I I I want Marvel move to do really well because I am crossing my fingers and putting out into the universe that I get to do more. I would love, love, love to do more and work with them again because it was just so much fun. No, so. I have to exercise. Yeah, I know. Right oh, now, I gotta God. exercise. I, I know. gotta exercise. Now I gotta go. Just, just go for a walk or something. Go for a walk and <laughs> run and all this stuff. Yeah, but they're cool stories. There's Thor and Loki. There's X Men. Um, there's a couple other ones. They did the whole. So I, I mean, I, I, I'm sure these voice actors were just thrilled, especially the guys who did Thor and Loki to hear their voices in that trailer that they put up on their YouTube. I'm yeah, sure that was they cool. Were just like, yeah. I heard that. Yeah, like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So it, yeah. And Six to Start knows what they're doing because apparently Run Zombies Run has like the top fitness app in forever. So that's pretty cool. Yep. And now they just marveled it up. So yeah, that's probably they marveled gonna, it up. It's probably gonna be the shit. People are gonna yeah. Yeah, gravitate love it. towards it. Like was it Pokemon Go? Everybody yeah, that was doing yeah. all that stuff. So you, you might you might be part of another phenomenon, Crystal. I'm ready. Something like a phenomenon. Let's go. I love that song. <laughs> It's a great song. LL Cool J. LL Cool J for the Yes. He's great. I fucking love LL Cool J. Yes. I wish I looked like that. A lot of men wish they looked like that. Yeah. And that's fair. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's like 50 like something. Oh, yeah, he's just gorgeous. Just yeah, he's... built like granite, built like a rock. Uh -huh. Like, yeah, what yeah. is going on? Whatever yeah. steroids you're taking, give me some. I know steroids may be illegal. Yeah, know. blood of babies or some shit. I don't know what he's uh, doing. Yeah, whatever it is. Just, just sliding over here. Yeah, just, just share with the rest of us, motherfucker. 100%. This has been great, Crystal. Thank you. Let them Thank know. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Of course, anytime. You know you're always welcome on here. Let them know where to find you at. Let them know where to find the Tales Network at. Let them know where they can give you money at. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, let's get, listen. Support the shit that you love, even if it's not my show. Too many of us, too many times, we will enjoy content and we will not support the creators who make that content. Stop it. Yeah. Stop doing that. Even if you only give them a dollar. It's a dollar, motherfucker. If a hundred people gave them a dollar, that's a hundred dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm going to stop ranting. Uh, go to talesoftheforgotten.com. Everything is there. Our shows, links. You'll see a button right at the top that says become a member. Or you can go to talesoftheforgotten.com backslash membership. That's easy as fuck. Talesoftheforgotten.com backslash membership. Everything is right there. It looks great on mobile. Give us money. Get cool shit. That's what's up. And uh, you'll be able to follow all of our shows. We're going to put a calendar of events up on the website here uh, this week. So you'll know when we do our live shows so you can join us real easy. Um, we try to make things as easy as possible for you. Are There's a link to our Discord so you can come hang out with us. Um, introverts, extroverts, doesn't matter who you are. We have a diverse community. It is diverse as fuck. So come hang out. There you go. Thank you That's for coming it. on, Crystal. Thank you. And as always, Delvin Cox experience, we out. Peace. Bye.